Welcome to episode 13 of Your Routine Queen podcast. And today is actually going to be a collaboration and interview a conversation with fellow podcaster Maria Lopez of Mothering Anxiety Podcast. We are going to talk about some of the emotions of starting a business as a content creator, becoming now a podcaster, the how to handle rejection and no's and overcoming challenges, especially if you are an introvert, and how she gets it all done as a complete stay-at-home mom, juggling everything, prioritizing, and time management. Lots of topics covered here today. Let's jump into it. I am on a mission to help 100 busy, anxious, or introvert moms develop or scale an online business to create an extra $2,000 a month in your family budget. I believe that this can help your families make decisions from a place of alignment with your family values instead of just based on the bottom line. I might need to help you smash through your comfort zone, I get it, or explore how to habit stack or create routines in your day to create more time and energy. You might need help communicating, automating, or delegating in your life or business. I want you to know that you can create your dream business without sacrificing your family or health. And if you are a health freedom or medical freedom mama, I want you to know this is a safe community and I want to help you. This is Chelsea Fournier, your routine queen. Let's make it happen. Awesome. So today, actually my time right now is evening. I am doing an evening recording of my podcast because we have on a West Coast guest tonight, and I'm really excited about this. Um, Maria Lopez is a stay-at-home mom to a gorgeous, gorgeous little mini me of her, Logan. Um, She's a Disney enthusiast. I don't know if that's the right term, but like super fan as far as I can tell. Um, An anxiety warrior and host of the podcast Mothering Anxiety. And when I started to really decide that I was going to create a podcast and was kind of like stalking other new podcasters and seeing were they having like their Instagram be separate or the same. And I I came across, I don't remember who requested who, but I just immediately felt a connection for how authentic Maria is and just like really showing up, creating normalcy around anxiety because it's such an important topic. And so at first the title I'll be honest, the title of your podcast, I was like, oh, I want to know more. Is it only for moms and anxiety? And then as I started to listen, I loved her podcast is called Mothering Anxiety. And she really describes that the word mothering actually makes her think of a warm hug or of nurturing and supporting. And so think about loving or supporting your anxiety, because isn't that what we need when we're in anxiety? And so I know not everybody in my audience might necessarily feel like they are Um, you know, themselves identifying as being super anxious, but I do help busy, anxious, or introvert moms to crash through comfort zones, to make plans, habits, and routines, to create an online business, to create purposeful and profitable businesses that can help to fund their family budget and their family values. So um, I'm really excited to dive into this topic today. So thank you for being on as one of my very first guests, just starting to open up to bring guests onto the podcast. So thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I am uh, super excited and honestly, super honored to be on here um, as one of your first guests. This is really exciting. I know. <laughs> um, I do remember us like connecting on Instagram somehow, yeah. some way. I don't know. I know. It's the magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, it, you know, it, it's great. And that's what the one thing that I love about Instagram is being able to connect with people that, you know, you normally wouldn't ever meet. We're on different, you know, states out yeah. here. Um, yeah. But, you know, I truly enjoy 
everything that you post and everything that you do. So, um, you know, I am learning things from you. So, hey, <laughs> so- win win, both of us. Right. <laughs> well, and before we jump into like questions, I just find it so refreshing that you talk about loving your anxiety. In fact, if I do repurpose this over to YouTube, some people might see behind you, or I can hold up um, a sticker of yours that says, love your life or live your life, love your life and love your anxiety. So just talk a little bit about what it means because someone might hear that and be like, love your anxiety. Like it's something you want to get rid of. You don't want to love it. Just tell me a little bit about why you chose love your anxiety. Um, You know, I always tried to fight against my anxiety, like, and Mm -hmm. just kind of pretend that it wasn't there. It was like, no, 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 I'm not feeling anxious. And it was like me gaslighting myself. I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm crazy. I'm overreacting. Like, you know, chillax for a second. (laughs) Um, But I realized that that was only making it worse. You know, Mm -hmm. me trying to control it essentially was only making it worse and making me feel more anxious. So it was just a matter of like accepting that I had anxiety Mm. and it was just being like, you know what, this is what I have. It's keeping me safe. You know, I'm not going to fight against it. And, you know, let's just learn to just embrace it. You know, I can still have a good life. I can still have, you know, a wonderful life. And even if I have anxiety, you know, it just puts little stops here and there, but, um, you know, I can still continue to live my life just as anyone else. I love that. And so like, how long ago do you feel like you really embraced that mentality around it? <laughs> Probably like a year ago, <laughs> like, you know, it wasn't even that long. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it was more just like, you know, 2020 put a lot yeah, of yeah. a lot on everyone, you know, and I was like, yeah. but I'm, I have to do something about it. So yeah. Yeah. Kind of where, where it all went down. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and we, you know, where I say that I help busy, anxious introvert moms, I actually didn't ask you this. We connected on kind of the anxiety, but do you identify as being an introvert as well? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. I I never know. Some people, it doesn't go hand in hand, but I find that more often than not people who feel like they from a lifelong, you know, I think it's fair to say there can be very acute anxiety where someone like, you know, feels it very post-traumatic or something that like causes it. But I think for people like you and I that have felt it really our entire life in different forms, maybe like, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know why as a little kid, I, I got bad headaches or, you know, I remember my very first anxiety attack was at Girl Scout camp. So however old I was then I was writing <laughs> letters home and, and talking about how I couldn't breathe. And I'm sure my mom was like terrified (laughs) writing this letter to her and I'm at camp, but like for someone who has had a journey of getting to know their anxiety and then to have the mentality you have it around now, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. You know, there's not a cure for anxiety. It's just a lifelong journey of growing. Mm -hmm. Um, but I love that you put yourself out there and you have the podcast, but I actually Because a lot of listeners in my audience are looking, maybe falling into one of two camps. Either they have an online business and they're trying to like, or presence, maybe they're not monetizing it yet, but like they've been doing something online, but they know they want to like scale it or monetize it or figure out how to really get to the next level with what they're doing. There's also a lot of my listeners who are actually just like lurking and curious and wondering like, could I do what so-and-so is doing, even though I'm introverted, even though I'm anxious and almost 
like trying to figure out how to get around some of the things that they think might hold them back. So let's just kind of start even back a little bit further in your story. So you have one Instagram feed. And so if anybody wants to go follow, I'm going to share both. Um, you know, we'll talk about them here, but also in the show notes, definitely go down and check out. So your first Instagram feed where you started to put yourself out there on social media is anxious, but magical mama. Mm-hmm. And so just take us back. So this was before the podcast. Like, why did you decide to start putting yourself out there? What was the intent of that? What did it grow into? Um, so it started off as an Instagram to slow, to just solely show photos of my daughter and I at Disneyland <laughs> because okay. we are huge Disney. Well, I'm a huge Disney fan. Um, yeah. And I used to go a lot with my daughter when she was a baby, you know, before COVID and everything. Yeah. We used to go maybe like once a week or so. Oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, so you're so annual, close by. Yeah. Yeah. So we had annual passes, you know, and, and we would go. So I started this Instagram just to post my photos because I didn't want to annoy like my family and friends because, <laughs> you know, it was a lot because they, you know, I have people be like, you're always there. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. so what? You know, like I like right. it. Um. And then from there, I started to have just like a few brands reach out like, hey, you know, we're promoting like the Disney product, like, can you show it on your page? And I was like, okay, cool, you know? Yeah. And then I started to meet more just like moms, more content and creating moms. And then they were like, hey, you know, you can kind of turn this into like you making a little bit of money. And I was like, oh, okay. So from doing just Disney stuff, I kind of changed it to being more of like a mom overall page. Um, Mm -hmm. And so at that point, I started getting more collaborations with different brands. Um, Either they were reaching out or I was reaching out. Um, And, you know, I made a a little bit of money here and there, you know, which was was good. And um, from that point on, I started to just slowly talk about and open up about mental health and about mm. me dealing with anxiety. And I would get such a great response from that. Like, uh, just, yeah. me, a like connection. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started blogging about um, some mental health stuff. And oh, um, yeah, so I mean, there's there wasn't that many. I did it for maybe a few weeks, but I started blogging a little bit and I wrote a blog post about me dealing with antepartum depression. Um, which was when I had depression while I was pregnant. And I wrote like a really just like raw post about it, a blog post yeah. about it. Um, even like my husband messaged me and he was like, I'm crying, like reading oh. your blog, you know? Wow. Um, and from that blog, um, I had a lot of moms and from like even different countries, like emailing me like, hey, I found your blog. And I thought I was the only one who felt that way, who was dealing with this. Yeah. And, you know, I was sharing that to my husband and that was when my husband was like, um, I think you need to start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, what? Like, I don't have anything productive to say, <laughs> you know, like I don't have anything. Yeah. And, um, and well, yeah, this is where I am. I started on my own podcast. Uh, I'm talking about cool. mental health. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, two questions that come up for me around that is because I feel like you know, it feels like a mystery to some people around, well, just from your original account, getting these collaborations. So when you say that you started to get companies or, you know, opportunities reaching out to you, like how big would you say your following was then? Honestly, it was maybe about 4,000, 5,000 when it first started to trickle in. Yeah, cool. Um, 
and you know it was just like little things it was um you know just like free product yes deal at first yeah Um, yeah. and then once I started to um you know reach out to more moms more content creators they were like hey Mm -hmm. you get paid for this you know yeah yeah that point you know I was obviously anxious about asking for money (laughs) like that yeah yeah um but you know sometimes it worked out sometimes it didn't yeah um but you know I just I just kind of did it (laughs) that's so cool okay well and I know you know I actually the um this past week's episode that came out live was about new like businesses online that you can generate and start something in a week and so I just love hearing people you know, where you started versus what you're doing now and what's being monetized. And just like, I think sometimes the mystique of the online business of how people actually make money, (laughs) I want to help like unshroud that for for moms to be like, oh yeah, like maybe I'm not going to be a millionaire doing that. But what if I had like 500 a month coming in through this and 200 a month through that? And like, it starts to add up and be meaningful. So I appreciate you sharing. Yeah. So let's talk about, you started the podcast and you do it weekly. It comes out every Monday currently, right? Mm -hmm. And so what goals do you have for the podcast? You started showing up every week and seeing what happened with a big open heart like I am. And so what goals do you have for the podcast or the community that I know is growing around it? Um, For my podcast, I mean, I definitely want to start, you know, like, potentially posting on YouTube, um, Mm -hmm. you know, just to kind of reach out to more of an audience, um, eventually have a little bit more of like, you know, merchandise or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to work on, um, like making journals, like an affirmation sort of journal. Oh, I love that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did the whole t-shirt thing, but you know, I figured not a lot of people want to wear shirts to say like anxiety on it. You know? <laughs> like, um, I mean, that didn't work out so well, but you know, it's a trial and error sort of. Totally. Thing. Totally. Um, but yeah, you know, that's just kind of one, what I want to do, but I guess my main goal for my community, um, is just to show that like, you can still just have a great life, even mm-hmm. living with anxiety, you yeah. know, um, when I was kind of searching on social media about other accounts who talk about mental health and anxiety, you know, everything still looked really pretty, you know, it was like pretty Uh, graphics, pretty, you know, colors, pretty stuff. And I mean, sure. If you look at my Instagram, you know, you can say the same thing, but if you listen to my podcast, at least I feel that I don't talk about it being so pretty, you know, I talk about like the honesty and sometimes it sucks, you know, Yeah. I just want to be able to give, you know, the words to people who can't, you know, speak about how they're feeling. So, yeah, no, I love that. And I really encourage people, if you have not checked the podcast out to do so. And even if you don't have anxiety, like something that, um, I don't really know if I've talked about, but my, my husband, um, is not an anxious person. Like, (laughs) I don't even know if he knows what I describe when I say I'm having anxiety. And we started doing some therapy actually together And at one point the therapist asked him, do you know what Chelsea means or needs when she says she's anxious? And he was like, no, I have no idea. And so we started like exploring like questions he could ask me that would be more helpful than just like, what can I do, babe? You know, fix it guy. And so we started this um, conversation where he was encouraged to ask me like scale of one to 10. And if it was a seven or less, if I was like, it's a three, it's a four, you know, I just took a deep breath. It's not a big deal. 
because he can, if I like start breathing shallow and, you know, quick, like I'm sure with your husband too. And if it was under that, then it was kind of up to me to be like, what can I do today? Do I need fresh air to like go through a checklist of things that I should do. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But if it was an eight, nine or 10, then it was where I was kind of giving him permission to say, Hey, can I help you? Do you need something? And that was just so helpful. And I just feel like even if someone doesn't personally have anxiety, but you're a partner or, you know, a spouse or someone who lives with someone who has anxiety, it can be helpful just to pop on to a podcast like this to like understand some of the, the raw descriptions that you have around like what triggers you and what, how people pleasing ties into it. Um, it's just so helpful to like understand the fabric of someone who has anxiety if you are not even. Yeah, I actually did an episode where I like interviewed my husband on like. Oh, what I haven't like, heard that one. <laughs> what, what it's like to you know be married yeah. to someone with anxiety? And my husband yeah. is a very honest person. Okay, so <laughs> you know, some things he says, I was like, "Why would you say that?" You know, but that's you know that's uh, weird. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. I love him. Um, totally. But yeah, I do have an episode where I interviewed my husband, and you know what? I thought it wasn't going to do very good, but actually had yeah. people who were like, that was really helpful. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. All right. So it wasn't as bad as cool. I thought. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. So one question I have for you is how do you fit it all in? You're creating and posting content. You are a stay at home mom. I haven't heard you say that you have daycare or childcare or anything. So you're like doing the content creation and promotion and everything around normal flow of a stay at home mom life. Right. So how how are you fitting all this in? Um, time management. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually have an app. I think it's called like Time Finder or something. And oh. it's literally like, um, it's like every hour you can put something in and then okay. it'll notify you like, um, you know, like, oh, you know, whatever you put, if it's like 12 o'clock lunch, then it'll be like Oop, 12 oh, o'clock okay. next message. Um, and I have that for just like reminders of things that I need to get done that day. Like if I have content that needs to be put out the next day or something mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, you know, a reminder that you need to take a photo for this or create yeah. a caption for this. Um, I don't necessarily get it done at the exact same moment that it pops up on my phone right. <laughs> something, right? Yeah. Um, but it's a good like reminder. Um, but I do wake up earlier than my daughter does and yeah. get some stuff done and then I do go to bed a little bit later than she does yeah. to get stuff done um and also I'm very fortunate my husband when he comes home from work usually for about like two hours or so he'll you know play with her do whatever mm-hmm. you know and then I'm in my office just trying to figure out what it is end. I need do yeah 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 um so it's well, and you're like even on top of the podcast like doing a weekly podcast in and of itself is a lot of planning but mm-hmm. you also are very active on both of your accounts so <laughs> I'm, I'm always like where you know is she posting that reel to boat like what is your what is your daily goal of how how and where you want to show up do you um, have a goal of like how many times you want to post or like a, a format you're trying to fill in in your mind I mean, there are times where I feel that I'm on top of it and there are times that I feel yeah. that I'm not so on top of it. Um, yeah. But, you know, I try and at least post on one or the other every mm-hmm. day or so. Yeah. Um, sometimes I even just like recycle content. It kind of just works out that yeah. way too, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, if, if people are big on like TikTok, like recycling your videos, post them as reels on your Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. That definitely helps me a lot keeping on top of like both of the accounts and even just yeah. like a TikTok account. 
Um, oh, right. I didn't know you had a TikTok account. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, mean, cool. I, I tried it out and yeah. <laughs> having a lot of fun on it. So, <laughs> oh, very cool. but um, yeah, you know, I think just for a bit, I'm going to kind of put a pause on one to be able to focus more on the mm. other one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my podcast right now is more of my passion than so is, you know, yeah. content creating. Yeah. But, um, you know, I still, I still love them both. And that content creating account is my, you know, my baby is kind of where yeah. yeah. I am. So yeah. I still try and post there, but, um, I think for a bit, my main focus is just going to be, you know, growing my, my podcast account. Yeah. Well, and I think that's such a good point just for listeners that, especially if, if you are busy, yes, time management, but also like being realistic about, you know, you can, you might see some creator who's got like daily posts on every platform, it seems like, but in the reality, most of them have like virtual assistants or they've been creating content for so long that they can be recycling and that makes a big difference or, you know, have just been doing it so long they can be so quick. So, you know, I think focusing on one, two accounts tops, if it's like, you know, TikTok and one Instagram or two Instagram you know, cause you can't do it all. And I think, I think moms get worried about that, like to be successful or to grow an audience, it's going to be everywhere, but I think it spreads you too thin in my opinion. Yeah, no, I also would say, um, just show, like, I think what helps kind of get a greater connection with your followers is showing up on your stories more so than creating posts. I feel yep. like, yep. cause I do that for my podcast account where I'll just talk about my day or something, yeah. you know, just yeah. showing your face and, you know, people tend to, I guess, enjoy that or, or relate to that more than actual like posts because I show me in my real face, you know, sometimes yeah. I got pimple patches on my face, you know, <laughs> no makeup. Cause it's like, that's the reality, yeah. you know, Instagram yeah. Is, yeah. you know, meant to be pretty and look nice and whatever, yeah. but you know what, this is me. My house is a mess. My hair is up yeah. in a bun. I got pimple yeah. patches and, and, and that's it. That's, that's my actual life right now. So. Yeah. Well, and I think it speaks so much to who you're helping to, like if your audience was well curated, you know, just <laughs> a different, but I, I think a lot of people with anxiety, it's just so much more relatable, relatable to be like, yeah, girl, like <laughs> hop on, tell me what you're, what's going on. And having that connection, I think just deepens things. So stories for sure. If someone's listening to this and is like, you know, I want more engagement on my account, or I want people to feel like they know me more so that when we start talking, like I think showing up in your stories, I'm good about it some days. And some days I'm like, how is it 10 o'clock? And the lighting is bad. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't do something now. And Um, it definitely like, not even if you don't want to show your face, you know, depending on obviously your audience, like maybe, you know, how you make your coffee in the morning or how you organize something, you know, like depending on what your niche is, Um, you know, for like moms, it's like, oh, you know, this is what I made, you know, my toddler for lunch because we all know toddlers are super picky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be your face, but just little things, you know, everyday life, I think help, um, help you connect with your audience as well too. Yeah. I like to think of the feed as where hopefully new people find me because if someone shares it or a hashtag connects or just like, you know, that's where I ideally want to find new people and educate, serve. Like I, I put maybe I'm a former lawyer. I write too much. I know I'm working with a virtual assistant. (laughs) I have someone redoing my website and she's like, girlfriend, can I edit your copy shorter? I'm like, yes, I say too much. So, but I find that that's how I feel I can serve people. And so like some of my captions are longer and really share some of my routines. And, and so I like to educate, serve, entertain in my feed so that if someone sees a post, they're like, dang, this girl knows what she's doing. 
But then in my stories, I think of it more as like behind the scenes, like just come chill with me. Here's what's going on. Yes, maybe promote your post up to your stories. But for the most part, just like a little reality show. Yeah, definitely. So I heard you say that as you have been starting to, you know, when you were with the content creation as a focus, and now I know in podcasting, like trying to get guests on or collaborations, like, I just think so many people who are introverts are like, I couldn't do what you're doing because I would be nervous to reach out and have someone make fun of me or say no. Like, how do you, when you're already maybe a little bit of a high emotion, like, you know, person with anxiety, person with an introvert personality. How do you like put your armor on to put yourself out there like that and, and deal with the nose or the haters or whatever? Um, I mean, the rejection, you know, at first it was kind of bad because I would, you know, take it on my, you know, take it very personally and be like, oh, I'm just not that good. Or, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't, and I would compare myself constantly to all these other content yeah. creators that like the company yeah. would say yes to, you know? Oh, sure. Um, but you know, after a while, you kind of get more no's than you get yes. <laughs> you know, like I, I want people to hear that. What did you just say? <laughs> um, you get more no's than you get yeses as you get started. That is so true. <laughs> yeah. So in anything, really. Uh, right. Exactly. You know, and so I, it just kind of was like, okay, you know, this one isn't for me. You know, mm. but the next one will be for me, and it was just kind of like yeah. accepting, like you know what, this isn't gonna work out now. But, you know, maybe something better is coming or, or something yeah. different, you know, yeah. um, and you just kind of like learn. And I honestly, I would have like a friend like write out emails for me because I didn't know how to write things, you know, yeah. when I would ask like, you know, for a payment or something, or even if I would reach out to um, like a company for collaboration, I would be like, oh, can you proofread this for me? Or like, can you <laughs> check this out for me? Because I would freak out that I didn't sound, you know, smart enough or, or, or something. Yeah. Yeah. And um and, you know, a lot of the times I never got replies back to any of my emails, but, yeah. you know, it's just, you just kind of have to just throw it out there um, and yeah. kind yeah. of do it and just know that, you know, no is part of the business and yeah. people are going to say no to you. So would you say you're a particularly driven person or what is it that like causes you just to want to keep doing stuff like this? Um, gosh, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I would say like, yes, like I'm a hard worker and I'm definitely, mm-hmm. driven, but you know, sometimes I feel that's like a trauma response of, <laughs> of some kind. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, it was, I was having fun and I enjoyed yeah. doing it, you know, and, and, um, you know, when you become a mom, sometimes you kind of get lost in it, like just being a mom for a bit, yeah. you know? So this was kind of just giving me something to do. And it kind of just made me feel, I don't know, important, I guess, or mm-hmm. like I had some sort of purpose outside of being a mom. So yeah, I think yeah. just like that, like just knowing like, okay, I can still be my own individual person, but yeah. I can still be a mom at the same time. And I think that's just kind of what kept me going and, and why yeah. I enjoyed much that's so cool and I I think we shouldn't discount the value of that like even if a business you know so many times it it always takes longer than you think it will to take off in anything especially online businesses where you know there's just competition and you get drowned out but um to find purpose in it I think is really valuable because even if you're not finding income or you're not finding like a goal that you have coming together right away if you like something I really take pride in is role modeling to my son that, you know, my husband and I are both completely self-employed and it's by very specific choice so that we can have a lot of freedom and time with our son and juggle him. 
And I just think it's important to role model whatever's important to you, you know, to like, even just to voice it to Logan, if you don't already to be like, I'm going to go record this podcast. It helps other mommies, you know, like do you oh, yeah. have that dialogue with her? Oh yeah. I do that all the time. I'll be like, That's okay, so cool. you know, I'm like, mommy has to work right now, you know? And she'll be like, oh, why? Like, what are you going to do? You know? And, yeah. I, and I explain it to her, you know, I, yeah. I feel that, I mean, I know she's little, but I feel like they, you know, they understand to a certain extent. Yes. Um, and she'll be like, okay, mommy, you know, like, mm-hmm. be like, I'll, I'll sit here. I'll be quiet. I'm like, okay, thanks. You know, and <laughs> I know she's, yeah. I mean, someday she's good. Someday she's not. I know that's the highlight <laughs> reel. <laughs> but, um, but no, I'm, I'm very blessed that she cool. is a good kid. So awesome. So I am the habits and routine Chica. So I want to ask you a question because we're all a work in progress. Um, what is either one bad habit that you know that you would like to ditch or one positive habit that you would like to adopt in the next couple months? Um, so habit I want to ditch, um, definitely comparing myself. Mm. I am horrible. I mean, I've gotten a lot better at it, but yeah, you know, I feel like when I'm like super anxious, (laughs) I will, you know, scroll through Instagram. And then at that point, I'm just like, pinpointing everything and I'm like just super harsh at myself I'm just like well you don't have this and you don't do that and you Mm -hmm. you know and it's just like a whirlwind of like emotions that I feel and um it's not it's definitely not a good habit because you know each person is their own individual person you know and everyone's Mm -hmm. has their own story to share and everyone has you know their own stuff to put on the table exactly Yeah. yeah so um that's definitely a habit that I, that I want to ditch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stop comparing myself to whatever it is that I see on, on, well, on social media mainly. Yeah. Well, and something that's really helpful when you're trying to swap out habits is it, it's just about bringing awareness, you know? So um, in habit stacking, I follow um, BJ Fogg, who is like the habit stacking godfather, as far as I can tell. And he talks <laughs> about having like um, cues. So after I blank, I will do blank and celebrate. So that's how he kind of creates these little, what he calls habit stacking recipes. And so what I have found is, cause this is something that for me, um, it's a little bit less around the comparitis. Although now that I, if I brought awareness to that, I bet I could be in the same boat, um, <laughs> but a little bit more about just unintentional scrolling. Oh yeah. And so what I've started to do is kind of bring a new mantra of, um, after I realize I'm doing that. So after I realize I'm scrolling with new purpose is what I say. Um, I will say verbally like a weird person, am I on here to create or am I just on here wasting time? Because create could be meaning creating connections, creating joy, creating content. And so am I on here creating or just consuming or comparing you could say, and then just like bringing that awareness will help me be like, yeah, I don't need to do this. And I'll just like put the phone down and then celebrate a little bit, just be like, yeah, girlfriend, like <laughs> you made a good decision, right? So that can be a fun way to think about ditching habits is just like bringing the awareness, saying after I'm aware of it, you know, have a fun mantra that you can say, giggle, laugh, celebrate, like step away. So I don't know if that will help you at all, but maybe just to think about some ideas of how to ditch habits. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that sounds sounds really good. It, it's funny because I literally just said something similar to a friend because um, yeah. 
she was like asking me about TikTok. She was like, how do you like come up with all these videos and all these ideas? Right. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's because when I scroll, I scroll with intentions. Like when I scroll, I'm listening for, you know, sounds or videos to get ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it's not because I, I mean, yeah, sure. I'll laugh, you know, or whatever comes up. I'm like, but I'm doing it with the intention to create content. Yeah like not because I'm just mindless I mean I'll have my moments where I'll mindlessly scroll but yeah like it takes self-discipline I think right, like, yeah. sometimes I'll do a timer um I'll set oh. a timer especially for Instagram because I have um if people don't know this on Instagram especially I don't know all of the ins and outs so much of TikTok but on Instagram you have saved areas so mm-hmm. you can save posts and you can oh, yeah. create albums so I have an album of um reels I want to create and so as I'm scrolling through I'll save it and then save it to that album. So on the day that I'm going to go and create reels, I try to batch a little bit. Um, I did none this week, which I'm actually really sad about. It's been a, it's been a week, but um, you know, that is scrolling with intention. If you set a 20 minute timer and you're like, I want to go find five reels that I could recreate soon. Like, you know, I think a lot of moms get worried if I create an online business, I'm just gonna be on my phone all the time. It's going to be pointless, but you really have to have like a plan of why you're on there. Yeah, no, definitely. That definitely is going to help. Also, you mentioned batching content. Yeah, do you need some help with that? <laughs> no, I mean, no, that's always a good thing yeah. um, to, to do. Batching your yeah. content that we yeah. already have something. And if you can't think of anything to post, you post one of those and you're like yep. ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. This Sunday, so why it's, I've been quiet this week is this Sunday, it, I just kind of like consciously talked myself out of taking the time because we were having such a nice family day. And I was like, oh, it'll be fine. I can make stuff on the fly. No, I cannot make stuff on the fly (laughs) as quality or as quantity as I want. And so this Sunday, I'll be sitting my butt down and doing some content batching (laughs) for at least a couple hours. Yeah, no, that definitely helps. Awesome. Well, I want to respect your time. And I'm so, so thankful for the time that we've had here to bring your story and your inspiration out to my listeners as well. I hope there's other things we can do to collaborate together and would just love for you to, you know, we shared some of your candles, there'll be stuff down in the show notes, but if someone really wants to just connect more with you, where are you hanging the most? Or is there an episode you would recommend they start with? Um, well, since we talked a little bit about social media, I did do an episode on anxiety and social media. And if cool. you could relate to the comparing, um, that definitely would be a good one. I also did an episode on anxiety as an influencer. So if you're afraid of like the content creating or afraid of the rejection, I did do an episode there. And then I did one with two guests who are also other content creators. So, so yeah, so those are some good episodes. If you're thinking about starting some sort of, you know, online business, I think you might be able to pick some stuff up from there. Um, when it comes to how your anxiety ties into all of it. so (laughs) Because it ties into everything. It turns out. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on and wherever you're listening to this or watching it, click down below and in the show notes, you'll see some quick links over to both of her accounts and to the podcast and um, definitely go follow her and go, you know, love your life, live your life, love your anxiety, mother it, do all the things. If that's what's holding you back, I just wanted to, you know, point out to people, if you are a busy, anxious, introvert mom, there's others of us out there and we're not magical. We're not doing anything, you know, I think just people get worried, like, I don't have the it factor, or I wouldn't be consistent or disciplined enough, but I never thought I would be. I'm guessing when you, when you started doing your first episode, did you really have a clear commitment? Like, I am for sure going to do this every single week. 
I mean, no. <laughs> high water or was it yeah. like, I don't know, I'm doing one. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I'm going to do one. Let's see how it goes. And I'm yeah. like, oh, well, there goes another one. There goes another yeah. one. And yeah. It's just it's so tough. important to know that that's how pretty much everybody starts. And then consistency starts to kick in. You get more organized, but you don't have to have it all figured out just to get started. Yes, definitely not. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on here and we will talk soon. Yes. Thank you for having me. Okay. Good night. Now, Maria has actually been a fantastic inspiration to me, especially on how she integrates her podcast community and her Instagram account. So I'm going to encourage you to go follow both if what she said today spoke to you. So the podcast that you can go subscribe to and listen to and give a rating of her own as well, of course, is Mothering Anxiety Podcast. And the account associated with that is Mothering Anxiety Podcast on Instagram. Now, the fun little challenge that I might give you out of today's episode because it was a fun collaboration that started on Instagram is a simple call to action. If you are listening to this episode on a phone, take a second and screenshot it. You know how to do it. No matter what phone you have, you can screenshot it. Take a screenshot of this episode and upload it. Go make it a story on your own Instagram account and then make sure to tag your routine queen. You can also tag Mothering Anxiety Podcast and just share it out to your community that it was a powerful episode for you because you know what? Someone you know might need to hear this episode today and you sharing it will help it get on their radar and that's a win-win. So go out and do a screenshot, share, tag both of us who are on this interview today. We would love that and also love to know that you're getting some value out of this and let's see if we can't spread the word a little bit and grow this amazing community. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you.